Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of A Walk Through the Multiverse. I'm your host, Joe, and this show is part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network with eight shows. We've got on Mondays, Ranger Alliance, which alternates with Slice of Film every other Monday. On Tuesday is DC Alliance. On Wednesday is Superhero Discussion. On Thursdays is Star Wars Alliance. Fridays is Marvel Alliance. Saturdays is this show, A Walk Through the Multiverse, which alternates every other Saturday. And the last Sunday of the month is World's Finest True Believers. Uh, just a quick program note. While Harley Quinn is airing, Superhero discussion is going to be going on, going to be dropping on Saturdays and Sundays, um, just until Harley Quinn's over. Uh, DC Alliance, Star Wars Alliance, and Marvel Alliance all have their own uh, channels, all their their own feeds. If you want to listen to them, great, you know, check them out. Also, uh, if you also if you just want to stick with the Geek Ultimate Alliance feed to get all the wonderful shows here. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, those three shows also go live Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and Thursday nights, respectively, uh, on the Geek First YouTube channel. So go ahead and, and you know get those, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification button, bell, whichever one it's called. So uh, yeah, there's that. Um, give you a heads up that this show has ads. Uh, we always let you know just before the ads come on, you know, to to adjust your volume because sometimes the ads are louder than the show itself. Um, and, you know, we also don't get 
to control the ads uh, and how many times you hear them. So we, we give you a heads up when they are about to, to start playing. Uh, but if you do not want to hear ads, you can go over to Patreon. I believe it's patreon.com slash GUA network. And you can become a patron. Um, you get some perks there. I mean, there. There are two tiers. One dollar is a nice little thank you. We, you know, you just appreciate what what, what we're doing here, and you just want to want to say say that, show that with monetary uh, concern. Nope, not concerns. Uh, con- contributions. That's the word I was looking for. But if you want to get ad free content, early content, and early access to content, and Patreon exclusive content, uh, the five dollar tier will get you all of that. And we have a ton of Patreon content over there at patreon.com slash GUA network. Uh, you know, I've got Multiverse Minutes, which I haven't uh, put that episode out in a bit. But I'm going to try to rectify that next week. Um, this week has just been very hectic. And I should have a little more time next week to get the final half of the pandemic special. Nope. Nope, it's the COVID special for South Park. Um, post-COVID, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then I'll continue on. I, there, I've got some other plans for uh, what to do after South Park. Uh, there's just a ton of shows that I want to break down episode by episode. Some of them I've already covered on this show, like season season long things, but we'll see. Uh, but they got that. You got Travis's top five. Uh, Travis and I have also been starting, started doing this DC films through the years. Uh, we should be having a our next episode really soon. Uh, I don't know when Travis plans on putting it up, I think next week, but don't quote me on that. But I know we are going to be recording that here um, to uh, real soon. We're going to be recording that real soon. Uh, and that one we'll be covering. Uh, we watched the one, both Wonder Woman pilots, the first one from 75 and then the next one, no 74. And then the, 75 pilot that became the Wonder Woman series with Linda Carter. Uh, and we're just going to compare, contrast those, talk about the episode, break it down a little bit. But we got that going on. On the Marvel side, you've got the MCU MCU guys, Brett, Chris and Brent, uh, going through the, uh, we can watch this all day, going through the MCU movies and talking about them, breaking them down, you know, just doing a really good good job at that. We also have Travis and Clay doing uh, their coverage of Batman 89, the comic. Uh, I don't know when they're going to put the last issue out, but that issue's come out, so they're going to be covering that here soon. Clay also has his first watch. I think it's what he's calling it, or first time watch or something like that, uh, where he's going through, currently going through Game of Thrones uh, for the first time and talking about that. And like him, he's going to, like myself, he's going to do a bunch of other shows. Uh, Katie has got her Star Wars comics and, and, and I think Legends books that she's covering over there. Um, but they're, yeah, we, we're putting out a ton of Patreon exclusive content that uh, if you guys want to check it out sometime, $5 and go go listen to, listen to all that stuff. So that is all of the paperwork out the way. Uh, I got some news items to talk about, and then we'll get into the the crux of the episode, which will be uh, not Stranger Things. Did that last time? Umbrella Academy season three. Um, I know this is, you know, the show came out a month ago. Well, month and a half ago, 
it was like end of June or middle of June. So, yeah, I'm I, I had, I'm not gonna say I'm late to the game. Um, I'm taking my time. I'm actually enjoying these shows and and diving deep into them. Uh, and so, also because this this show itself is bi-weekly, well, I don't want to I don't want to jam pack multiple shows into one episode, and I feel like I'm not giving each show the proper due. So we'll be talking about these shows months after they come out. You know, so let's get through these news items real quick. Uh, there's not a ton here. First up is Rick and Morty season six will premiere on September 4th. Uh, really looking forward to that. I was on the superhero discussions with Travis talking all about Rick and Morty season five. I loved, I love, I love Rick and Morty. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen, considering at the end of season five, Rick couldn't make portals anymore, and and basically the whole, all the other the other Ricks were dead. So this will be uh, this season should be interesting. Moving on from there, we got an exclusive. This is from the wrap about a week ago. About a week ago, uh, MGM has lost the film rights to Tomb Raider based on the popular video game, sparking a bidding war for the IP. Uh, as when I dove into the article, um, what is her name? Alicia, not Silverstone. Um, do sorry, uh, Alicia Vikander, um, who was played Laura Croft in the game in the movie, um, She's left the project. She's done. So that is that makes me sad. I loved that Tomb Raider movie. I thought it was really good. It wasn't like the best movie. Like I, I would. I'm not gonna say. Well, I'd probably say it was better than the Laura Croft Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. The well, was definitely better than the second one. Um, it was maybe slightly better than the first one. Maybe because. The video games it was based on. I like those video games. This new series of Tomb Raider games. So. Seeing Alicia in that role. Was just amazing. I thought she did a wonderful job. The story itself was was fine. Um, there was some issues there. But you know. I took my I took my daughter at the time. I think it was 2018 when it came out. So she would have been like 10. 11. She loved it. She had a blast with it. Um, so uh, the fact that she is, the fact that the, the rights are, MGM lost the rights was shocking to me to begin with. Uh, and then going forward now, I mean, I haven't seen any updates on who is, uh, who got the rights. So obviously at this point in time of my recording, um, it's still up in the air. But the fact that they lost Alicia is is heartbreaking. Um, I thought she was perfect for the role. And I, I'll watch whatever they put out next. Um, if they even if they even do. This does suck because I know if, if you guys remember listening to my Uncharted coverage, uh, I had made the hope and prediction, but mainly hope, that you know uh, Nathan Drake and Lara Croft could crossover that Tomb Raider and Uncharted could cross over and that would be a actually that'd be a fun movie well now it's never gonna happen so what we gotta do um this is just a quick little news blurb um 
apparently James Gunn thinks that Scooby Doo Three is a possibility, and it could pro- possible possible be an R rated movie. Um, a week ago, when I put this in my notes, it would have been possible with the events of Warner Brothers Discovery going on this current week. I'm going to say it's not a possibility, but, um, yeah, it was just, it was one of those things I saw James Gunn quote, like, oh yeah, it, it, it could totally be possible. Uh, I just wanted to point it out because I, I liked the first one that he, he wrote and directed. Uh, second one was, I'm not going to say hot garbage, but it wasn't good. And then from there they did um, two, well, I'm not even going to say direct, direct DVD, but they were made for TV. There we go. Two made for TV movies on Cartoon Network, which were like the origins of Scooby-Doo. And those were cute, especially with the made for TV budget that they had. Uh, and then they did some like Velma and Daphne origin movie, which was weird. But I don't, I don't know. That one I never, never, never did watch. But uh, it was made. I know it has been made. Uh, alrighty. So from there, uh, we got an announcement from the boys. Got some more uh, casting for the boys season four. Uh, they have upped Cameron Corvetti to a series regular. He is Ryan plays Ryan, um, Homelander's son. So he is now a series regular. And they have uh, added Valerie Curry and, sorry, Susan Hayward uh, to the cast. Uh, It looks like Valerie will be playing Firecracker and Susan will be playing Sister Sage. Um, Valerie, I I do some digging because I didn't know either one of these actresses. Uh, but Valerie apparently was in uh, the Umbrella, no, 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 the Tick show, the new Tick show on, on Prime. Um, also Blair Witch Project, the, the updated Blair Witch Project, and uh, Twilight. Now, I never watched Twilight. Actually, I've never watched any of those, so whatever. Um, but yeah, like the last couple of movies of Twilight. So, And then Susan was in, I think, her. she was in Powers, the PlayStation, PlayStation Network original show. Uh, and then also, I think her most prominent was uh, Orange is New Black. So, um, that's cool, adding these new characters. Like, I don't know either one of those characters, Sister Sage or Firecracker. Uh, I've read the comics. They were not prominent there. They may have been, like, background characters or characters that, like, came in and out. I honestly don't know. Their names do not ring a bell. So... I'm just happy that we're getting, you know, season four of, of The Boys. And those were fun to watch weekly and, and talk to you guys about weekly. Uh, the last little bit happened just a few days ago. The Stranger Things writer, they're in the board, they're in the room. They are planning out, uh, they're starting day one on Stranger Things season five. So uh, there's a picture that they put. There's a whiteboard says Stranger Things 5, and I'm looking forward to 
everything Stranger Things. Um, I've, I've, I'm not gonna say I've dove deep into everything with that, but I've definitely um, been reading the comics, which I, I, I'm not gonna say they're officially canon because, I, well, I'll be honest, I 100 don't know if they're officially canon, but like the first trade talks about will being in the upside down and, and try to figure out stuff there uh, the second trade is dust in that camp and how he meets Susie so that's fun and then they got a couple of uh, just one-off stories so like I'm I'm diving into that I've got the next few to read and yeah so love me some stranger things uh, with that being said I think that is yeah, that's all the news for now, um, because I don't, I, I mean, I'll, quick thoughts on the, the Batgirl canceling, um, I think it's stupid, but I also understand from a business standpoint what they're doing, and I hate it, but I still think it's stupid, <laughs> so I, it, it just sucks, it sucks, um, I know I haven't, I, I know in our group chat I haven't said much about it. One, can't really get a word in edgewise. Two, I don't really know how to express my thoughts properly in text. Um, but it, you know, it's... And and I know there's people out there who are happy for it. I think they're a bunch of assholes. Uh, the fact that they are praising this movie would have been bad. So what? So what? Just put the movie out. They've put out worse movies. I've watched worse movies. Trust me, I'm on my other podcast. I have seen terrible movies. I literally just watched uh, a movie that was filmed, done, and then was was being promoted at cons, and then got shelved because there was a deal made that got the rights to it um, to have bigger names behind it. So you can't tell me that that these can't, you know, these movies can't come out. Um, or, and that, I mean, I would say that movie was terrible. It's the 1994 Fantastic Four movie. Uh, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. The one that, that was made and then shelved and then allegedly destroyed. Although you could find a burnt copy at most cons. Um, it's on YouTube as well. But, like, I watched that because we're going to be covering that on Comic Book Rundown in a month or so like that that's when the episode comes out boy how the guys like that that movie was not great um but it's no fault of the actors and no fault of no well no fault of the actors the director direction was not great and the script wasn't the best but um you they definitely tried <laughs> they they tried really hard so um that being said, we'll go ahead and take our first ad break. Like I mentioned earlier, we don't get to control the ads, the how many times they repeat themselves in the volume. So here is a three count, so you can level out those vi- those volume levels. Level out those volume levels. You know what, Joe? Just give that three count. Just we'll we'll be right back, guys. Three, two, one. Mm-hmm. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, everyone. Let's go ahead and get into Umbrella Academy Season 3. Before we get into that, though, uh, just going to do a quick recap of sorts. Really just kind of a premise of what Umbrella Academy is if you haven't watched it um so spoiler alert from this point forward i would say go watch it i've enjoyed the three seasons that have been on netflix and uh i'm looking forward to what they have in the future if they have any more in the future no word yet if we're gonna be getting a season four so here is the premise uh as per wikipedia the umbrella academy is set in a universe where 43 women around the world give birth simultaneously at noon on October 1st, 1989, although none had shown any signs of pregnancy until labor began. Seven of the children are adopted by eccentric billionaire Sir Reginald Hargreaves and turned into a superhero team that he calls the Umbrella Academy. 
Hargreaves gives the children numbers rather than names, but their robot mother, Grace, later names six of them. Luther, Diego, Allison, Klaus, Ben, and Vanya. Reginald puts six of the children to work, fighting crime, but keeps Vanya apart from her siblings' activities, claiming she demonstrates no powers of her own. The first season is set in present day, 2019, where Luther is part ape and has lived on the moon for four years. Allison is a famous actress. Vanya is a violinist. Klaus has a drug addiction. Five disappeared 16 years earlier. Ben, now deceased, is a ghost able to converse only with Klaus, and Diego has become a vigilante. The estranged siblings learn that Reginald has died and gather for his funeral. Five returns from the future, revealing that a global apocalypse is imminent, but is chased by time-traveling commission operatives Hazel and Cha-Cha. The reunited siblings try to uncover the secrets behind Reginald Hargreaves' life, and the dysfunctional relationships are strained. They band together to try to prevent the impending apocalypse. What is not said there is that the apocalypse was brought on by Vanya. Um, what actually happens is that Vanya did have powers and Reginald knew that. And because he was such a, oh, the kind word is asshole father. He purposely kept her isolated from the rest of the group, rest of the the Umbrella Academy, because he was trying to figure out, he was seeing how her powers would manifest. And so when she's older, she actually meets a guy and he is not controlling, but he roundabout way tricks her into releasing her powers and then is like, all right, so you're the most beautiful thing ever. You're going to recreate the world. And it, I'm not, I'm not going to say it backfires, but what ends up happening is the umbrellas come stop her. Um, and she lets off this blast because her abilities uh, is sound. She can redirect sound. Um, Luther is a giant. He's got super strength, giant ape man. Um, what, what Allison is uh, an actress. She can control people, manipulate them to tell, to do what she wants them to do. But she has to say, you know, a certain phrase. Diego is a, like I said, vigilante, but he is like a, like a marksman of sorts. Uh, he, his weapon of choice is throwing knives and he can basically get, if he's aiming for a target, he'll hit that target. Um, Klaus is, he sees dead people and his, because Ben died, he sees Ben constantly. Uh, speaking of Ben, like I said, he's dead, but he had like these tentacle powers, like tentacles come out of him and and grab and do things, whatever. And then five, uh, he was able to like teleport, jump, um, and he inadvertently it said he was lost in time. Um, well, well, disappeared 16 years prior. Well, it's because he tried to jump into the future and got stuck. Uh, and he ended up, I think, a couple days after the apocalypse happened, saw his family was dead, and then tried to jump back and then couldn't. So he then became part of the Time Commission and joined them for a while until 
he escaped back into the present day and then obviously this is the result of what's going on the, the entire season he is trying to figure out how to stop the apocalypse the umbrellas rest of the umbrellas are just trying to survive um and then once they figure out that Aunt vanya is the problem they do band together after some disagreements and stop her but like i said she lets off this burst which goes shooting into the sky destroys the moon and a giant chunk is coming crashing to the earth which causes the apocalypse well five who has a somewhat handle on his powers decides hey we're gonna get out of here we'll jump back and um figure this out and so that's where season one one ends season two Starts out, the second season sees the siblings scattered in Dallas at different times in the early 60s as a result of the events of the first season, establishing lives for themselves. Five arrives there on November 25th, 1963, minutes before a nuclear doomsday that is linked to JFK not being assassinated, but with the help of Hazel manages to travel back 10 days. Five is hunted by a trio of Swedish assassins but finds his siblings who have all made new lives and attempts to reunite them in order to stop this new apocalypse. Now, this one is a little bit trickier because what ends up happening is, I can't remember who got there first. Maybe maybe Allison, maybe Luther, but one or two of them came out in 1961. The rest of them came out in 1962, and then... Five showed up in 1963. Um, Vanya had amnesia. Couldn't remember who she was. And she ended up at this farmhouse with this family. Uh, mom, dad, and a kid. Luther became a uh, bodyguard. Allison got married and became a civil rights activist. Diego was in the mental institution. Uh, and he meets Lila there. And Lila, by the end of season two, you find out Lila is actually another... Uh, another child that was born on the same day with powers, but she had gotten picked up by the handler who is the new head of the time commission. Uh, and so now that's a whole, like she was working with uh, a parallel with the time commission, but you didn't find that out until the end of the season. Um, then we had Klaus who started a cult and Ben is with Klaus because He's a ghost and Ben's or Klaus is the only one that can see him. So five comes back. He tries to get the siblings back together. And um, as that is happening, naturally, Vanya starts to remember who she is. I think she's one of them saw her and was like saying, hey, all this. And like memories started coming back slowly but surely. But she had, you know, started this life with this family, uh, Sissy, I can't remember the, the husband's name, and their son Harlan, and her and Sissy kind of started having a, a thing. They started, like, having a relationship. Um, and so, again, Diego's in the mental institution. If I remember correctly, it was because he was going to try and stop Kennedy from being assassinated, and that's why he got thrown in, because Kennedy, I, I obviously, that's bad. You know, you don't say, hey, the president's going to be assassinated on this day at this time. So, there, there's that. Then Luther, like I said, he was a bodyguard. Um, I do remember him being, like, 
super drunk at one point in time and just going crazy at a, at a bar. Uh, five does able to get is able to bring everybody back together, but because of this, the commission, well, the handler with the rest of the commission, comes after him. Um, well, they're actually coming after Harlan, the son of the of Sissy, who Vanya is with, because he almost drowned. Vanya saved him, but inadvertently gave him some of her powers, and because he is an anomaly. The commission was like, hey, we got to go stop this. And Banya's like, no, I can stop it. I'm going to take the powers back from him. And then we can, you know, leave. Leave everybody alone. Well, the commission is just like, that ain't happening. Comes, attacks the Umbrella Academy. Um, because, you know, why not? Oh, yeah. Also forgot to mention that Vanya, again, was the reason why the apocalypse happened. Because... She was, they were, I think it was her, Klaus, Diego, and maybe Allison were trying to stop somebody from killing Kennedy. But what ended up happening was in the apocalypse timeline, Vanya got tortured and exploded, and they thought it was the Russians coming to attack everything. So that started World War II, three, it would have been three at the time, uh, which destroyed. Dallas and the world because nuclear fallout, all that good stuff. They thought Russia's attacked. So America attacked Russia in retaliation. Didn't go well. Apocalypse happens. So this time around, Vanya is starting to go off. Like she, like I said, she was getting tortured. It was about to explode. Nobody can get to her, but Klaus was able to manifest Ben into reality again and he was able to reach Vanya and talk her down and calm her down um, so she wouldn't explode but inevitably killed him like he is gone um, but we, we did see in this season the powers of each uh, each Umbrella Academy uh, I keep wanting to say student but not like family member starting to get more powerful um, Klaus obviously in this one being one of them so that had happened before the commission attacked the Umbrella Academy. Vanya is able to get the stuff out of Harlan, saves it, like takes out the commission, big fight, Handler dies. So the new head of the commission gives Five a briefcase and is like, all right, well, now you guys can go back to your time. Good luck. Um, and then Sissy and Vanya have a you know tearful goodbye. Um, Vanya says she's going to try and you know, come back to them as soon as she can. But what ends up happening is they go back into the present, 2019. I think it was supposed to be 2019. And they get into the Umbrella Academy house. They see Reginald because they had met him earlier in the season saying, hey, we need your help. He's like, you guys are worthless, basically. Uh, I'm not going to say worthless pieces of crap, but definitely he saw the flaws in their upbringing and he's like well it, what basically you can assume is he's still alive in this timeline he had gotten new kids because they turn around there's Ben with a douchey emo haircut that they changed for season 3 thank god but behind Ben up in the loft is six more kids six more well kids I guess you could say family members and it's and they're different ones so 
the meeting of Hargrave of, of Reginald with the Umbrella Academy in the '60s prompted him to be like, "All right, well, I don't want those guys because they're obviously a mess. So I'm gonna go with these other seven children and do better." And that's where we leave off in season two. So we start season three literally right where we pick up, and they changed the haircut. And they actually show the people because obviously they couldn't before um, because they didn't have anybody at the time. But now they're actually, you're seeing the family members. And what is, um, what ends up happening here? We actually get introduced to these new characters. And like I said, Ben is there, but he's a douchebag. Uh, ben is number two in this timeline. He was six before, but he's he's two here. Same powers, so you know that's that is what it is. But we get Marcus, who is number one, and he has got super strength, um, superhuman strength. And um, spoiler alert: he gets killed end of end of episode one. Uh, two is Ben. Three is uh Faye. Uh, she's a you know she's a member of the Sparrow Academy. This is the Sparrow Academy now. And she has the ability to control crows. Uh, she is blind and uses the crows as her eyes to spy on others. Uh, she also gets killed this season. Uh, she gets killed by okay so there's this what they call the, the Kugelplex. Kugelblitz. I said it wrong again. Um, and it's basically black holes on black holes destroying the world that's the whole premise of this season they started a uh, a grandfather paradox when the umbrellas came here and i'll get into more how that happened in just a little bit but just know that this this giant ball that is in the basement that grace their robot mother worships as a god uh, marcus gets killed by that like he gets sucked in in the beginning that's that's the spoiler alert for him dying in the end of the season, end of episode one. Um, Faye dies from it, and I'll go into that when we get to the other member uh, that gets killed along with him, with her. Uh, number four is Alfonso, and he has the ability um, to reflect any physical harm back to his opponents. Uh, him and number six. Jamie, uh, she she has the ability to spit hallucinogenic venom um, on somebody, and, and they obviously have a hallucination. Wow, they're they're tripping. There we go. Wow, words are hard, guys. Words are so hard. Anyway, those two, Jamie and Alfonso, they get killed off by um, a person that I'll talk about in just a bit when they go to attack the Umbrella Academy. Uh, number five is Sloane. She has the ability to manipulate gravity. Uh, and then she also, her and Luther have a fun arc this season uh, where they fall in love and they get married. It's actually kind of cute. And then number seven is Chris. He is this cube. Uh, they use this cube. So it's when they figure out what the Kugelplex is, Kugelblitz, every time, Kugelblitz is, um, 
Five comes up with an idea. Five with Ben. So Air, the Umbrellas and the Sparrows are working together. And they make a plan to use... I guess Sloan was there too to help. But when they're actually thinking everything out. But they uh, they make this plan to use Chris as a like... Not Faraday cage, but a, a containment unit of sorts. Um, while... While... Uh, 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 Lila, yes, there we go. Lila shows up. While Lila and um, Victor, because Vanya becomes Victor, this was the transition from from Ellen Page into Elliot Page, and I was really curious how they were going to do that with the show, and I'm really they handled it really well. I thought they did a really good job. Uh, I think episode two was when they did all that, but yeah, so Victor. And Lila, Lila Mim is like a mimic. She can copy people's powers. So these two are like pulsating to try and keep the uh, Kugelblitz contained. Sloane is holding it in place so it doesn't like expand. And then Chris is going to encompass it and then catch it in his cage. Well, they miscalculated and... Um, Chris gets destroyed by the Kugelblitz bursting out, and then Faye gets called up in that one, and she gets killed off. The bad thing about the Kugelblitz, so let's let's dive into that real quick. Um, it is, like I said, a, a product of the Umbrella showing up. It's it's the grandfather paradox uh, wreaking havoc. And if you don't know what the grandfather paradox is, here's a quick little lesson. If I were to go back and kill my grandfather in the past... I would not be born, but then I wouldn't be able to go kill my grandfather in the past. And then it's just, it, it's wibbly wobbly. Like, I can't go back and, and basically it's one whole reason you can't kill Hitler. If you go back and change the past at a certain fixed point, something will happen to where you won't be here. So if I were to kill my grandfather, because, and they actually give this example in, I think, second episode, maybe third episode, where this kid... Goes like his grandfather is treating his mom like shit. So he goes back in time, kills his grandfather. Well, by killing his grandfather, that means his mother is never born, which means he is never born, which means he can't go back and kill his grandfather. And it's just a looping everywhere to where it it just can't possibly work unless you're Fry from Futurama who goes back and has and sex with his grandmother to have his dad to then have him and. I don't know. It's just what happens. Watch Futurama. It's a good show. So, that is what the Googleplex is. It's the result of the grandfather paradox. And because of it, it is pulsating every couple hours, couple days. I can't remember. They didn't exactly show time. Like, I mean, they did. But, like, when it, when it pulsated, they didn't give a specific time. But it pulsates out. And it's just, it's little at a time. But it starts to eat away or, or kill, make disappear, I don't know how you want to say it, um, things. Like, it starts out taking away, like, I think I saw somewhere the youngest life forms, like, dogs and crabs. And then I think at one point, it, it I guess it was lobster, not crabs, um, cows. And then it starts making people starting to disappear. Missing people reports are coming in all over the world. 
and the the field of the pulse is getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where it's it's encompassing the whole world and so by the time it's toward the end like they're in the city and the city is looking like trash they're at the end of the season because the pulses from the google blitz is just tearing things apart like tearing buildings down and the umbrellas for whatever reason are still around like they're maybe because they were displaced from time not entirely sure but that is going on uh we also get the umbrellas finally like trying to live their life like they get into this new world and five even points out like look we don't have to be heroes anymore the, the sparrow cabins here let them take all care of all the problems um we can have we can just live our lives uh like him and klaus like i, I think five was gonna going to retire air quotes retire but what ends up happening is klaus takes him on a uh, a mission to go try and find klaus's mom and things backfire really quick uh find out that Klaus's mom died before he was born which is why they're not there and speaking of being dead before they were born Allison as soon as she gets back to this world runs off to go see her daughter because that was one of the like she was married in in season two left her daughter in season one married in season two so she comes back to this world all right well I'm gonna go see my kid and she gets there and well it's not her kid because her ex-husband never met her and in my head i'm like you pop into your old house your dad already admitted he never got you as kids and there's other people pretending to be you allegedly so what makes you think that you're gonna have the same lifestyle that you had before to have you meet your ex-husband to then have your kid like allison's usually smarter than that she was smarter than that in the first two seasons but this is this season allison definitely went down a darker path and um we'll get into that here more in just a bit but before we do that actually before we move on let's go ahead and take our second ad break like i said earlier don't get to control the ads or the volume of the ads so here's your three count to level those volumes out three two one we'll be right back and we are back okay so hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go ahead from here, talking about uh, Victor. The one thing I want to talk about Victor is, uh, I was, I was, and I mentioned it earlier, I wasn't really worried about how they're going to handle the transition. Uh, other than... Victor's wig in episode one looking terrible. Um, they did a wonderful job. Uh, like in season in episode two, he goes into a barber shop, which is there in the hotel Obsidian that they are basing. Basically, that's where they're going to be staying at for the entire season. Um, and gets the haircut and looks. You know the transition is complete. Victor is a man now, uh, and when. He goes and tells the rest of the family. They're all accepting of it. They're all wonderful. Like, I think Luther questions it a little bit because he was just weird. He, not weirded out. He just didn't know exactly what to say. But it, it, all in all, like, even Five was like, are you happy? And Victor was like, yeah, I am. Like, all right, cool. Nice to meet you, Victor. And just, like, everybody was happy the transition to Victor was was awesome, and I I really respected and loved that. Honestly, and then another thing about this up this whole season, you can tell everybody, all the actors, love and respect and love working with each other. In the first episode, they have a, a dance sequence, and they've had dance sequences in the series before. Uh, season one, they had one in the house. I want to say episode one, like toward the end, uh, where they're all dancing by themselves. Like Luther turns up turns on the radio and everybody in the house is in all separate rooms and they're all dancing having having a blast season two there was a couple different dance montage moments where they're all just having fun uh and this one even had a few different moments uh like i said episode one there's a dance off between the umbrellas and the sparrows and they they are having a good time they're having fun and i i Love seeing that in the cast. I love seeing that they're having a good time working together. And then even later on, when Luther and Sloane were getting married, uh, there is a they have a bachelor party, 
and they're at karaoke. Everyone's singing and dancing on that. Like it's the cast. You can tell the cast like working with each other, and the cast. I, I would love. I, I definitely go follow some of these guys. Well, actually, probably all of them uh, to the next projects. Like I know, I think his name is Tom Har- Tom Hopper. Uh, he was in the Resident Evil movie, the Welcome to Raccoon City. And while he wasn't the best uh, Albert Wesker, he still did a good job. I just wish he would have they would have swapped him with Redfield. And I made mention of that on the episode covering Resident Evil, so I'm not gonna dig that one up again. Um, but all in all, the rest of this, this season, uh, at one point we do we see the umbrellas getting their powers. Uh, their powers are becoming even stronger. Uh, I had mentioned earlier about Alfonso and Jamie from the Sparrows being killed off. Well, they get killed off by Harlan. Now, Harlan was the son from season two. Turns out that Victor did not get all of his power out of Harlan. And so there's an episode where we see a young Harlan and young Sissy going to a new place and he's having trouble at school his powers lash out they move and repeating over and over and over and over again as the years progress to the point where sissy like she dies she her health was just deteriorating uh but all the while she kept on saying hey you know vanya will be back you know not knowing that they had gone 30 years no 50 years in the future and was never going to see them again but they, she still held out hope. And because of that, when Sissy died on October 1st, 1969, no, I'm sorry, 1989, um, Harlan had reached out in frustration and not, I don't want to say anger, just he had reached out because um, he had felt the presence of the umbrellas. And what it was was at that moment was when the and we see this in the beginning of the season actually and it matches up with what reginald did at the end of season one he had released these spores we see those spores again at the beginning of this this season going into one of the women who would become immaculately pregnant forming becoming the the babies that would grow up to be the sparrows in this universe um but he had felt their coming uh at that moment like he felt them like becoming life having life imbued into the mothers well he had reached out because he had felt the umbrellas before and this time he had he'd reached out and and was feeling them but they were in the womb and before he could stop himself he ended up killing the mothers and this causes five when he hears about um klaus's mom being dead this caused him to be like all right cool well i guess i can't retire i guess i'm back in this and so they're searching the newspapers figuring out who died on that day at this time and they're they're thinking all right well this is alice's mom this is luther's mom vanya's mom or victor's sorry and so on and so forth. Well, Harlan, like I said, he shows up, saves the umbrellas, kills the two sparrows, and 
he is uh, Victor is like watching over him and he explains all this to Victor like you were supposed to come back you didn't and it, it hurt and so when mom died this is what I did and Victor is horrified but he is going to do everything he can to keep Harlan safe well at one point he is transferring his power back to Victor and it does successfully go Allison is there and watching on and somehow she gets even more powerful and like there's a thing where she is like absorbed into this whatever Harlan did um, it gave her the ability to use her powers without having to say I heard a rumor because that was her like trigger word and that may have been just a thing for her and now she has surpassed that but ultimately what it ends up happening is she can say she can tell somebody to do something without having to say I heard a rumor well after Harlan gives the power back to Victor Victor is passed out you know overstimulated Harlan is talking to Allison reveals that he's the one that killed their parents and Allison's just like I'm sorry what ends up killing him hands the body to the sparrows who were looking for him because he had killed two of them their people and it wasn't good like I said Allison like, or, yeah like I said earlier Allison starts going down a dark path uh, it's it's kind of depressing it's like she it's majorly major depression I mean her child's gone doesn't exist her husband is dead he died some years earlier after living a long life but still died um and so she's got nothing like she hasn't had any connection to the rest of the umbrellas in so long you know so to to them well to a few of them i think five in particular like he's been go 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 for the last month Obviously, the rest of them, they've had a year being in Dallas. But before that, they had the 10 days of trying to stop the apocalypse. So, it's time travel. Lovely. Um, so, what ends up happening, the biggest thing about this season is, like I said, Allison is trying to do everything she can to get back to her daughter. And by everything, I mean she even sells out the Umbrellas. Uh, Reginald, who at this point in this timeline is being drugged by the Sparrows because they were tipped off by Pogo, who survived and left Sparrow Academy, that Reginald is up to something terrible for them. Like, he's got plans that would kill all them. It's basically a suicide mission for the Sparrows. And Pogo didn't want that to happen, so he gave Marcus this... Um, some drugs to keep Reginald docile. Well, sadly, well, I wouldn't say sadly, but Klaus, wanting just some, like, dad appreciation or something, gets Reginald off of the drugs. And so now the whole, hey, I'm going to go do the suicide mission is back on track after he teaches Klaus that he is immortal, which that was fun. Uh, they, what did Klaus call it? Uh, they were playing bus ball where dad would throw a ball into the street and the bus would hit him. Yep. It was that was it was some fun stuff. And I even questioned how in this this busy road because there was cars constantly hitting Klaus and killing Klaus, why nobody stopped. But then I thought about it um if 
the world is ending and you're seeing this devastation happen constantly, you also will get the, the hell out of Dodge and not stop for some rando in the middle of the street. Either way, um, so Reginald is putting his plan into motion, and his plan is to go to Hotel Oblivion, which is on the other side. It's, it's this portal from the Hotel Obsidian that everything takes place in, and it's in this on the other side of this portal to ring these metaphorical seven bells. Uh, the big thing is is that he had made a deal with Allison to get the umbrellas to do this so that he could get his way. Well, what, after Luther and Sloane's wedding, when they didn't agree to go, Lu uh, no, well, Luther ends up being killed by Reginald because, and they said this in episode one, season one, the one thing that brings family together is weddings and a funeral. So... They, um, the, the Google Plitz is destroying the world. They've got, like, minutes left. Um, they go over to Oblivion. Um, Klaus gets basically stabbed in the back by Reginald, and they get shoved uh, out of the portal and still into Obsidian. He does kill himself and goes into the void that he called, what he calls the void, meets up with Luther, and then Luther convinces him, I'm using air quotes here, to go back to the real world to save the family. Which, I don't understand how that happened, how his body came over to oblivion, but I don't know. Maybe we'll get explained in season four, if, they are, if there is one. But what it was, they get over there, and there's guardians over there. Uh, Diego and Lila found it at one, one point earlier, and Diego lost a couple of his fingers because of it. So the combined umbrellas of sparrows are going through the hotel oblivion taken out of the guardians and five figures out that the bells were actually these um, stars pattern that was on the floor and so when each when seven members of the group step on them it activates this machine that reginald needed to reset the world because, I mean, the apocalypse took out the world. Like, it's gone. So, he has this set in motion. He basically tells Allison, hey, we're going to do this. But, yeah, he, like, specifically tells her when the other siblings are standing on the stars, he specifically tells Allison, no, not you. Don't stand on that. Knowing full well what's going to happen. Because what it is, the, 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 not Stardust, the particles that he had released long ago on his on his planet, because he's an alien, that gets shown in season two. And his dying wife is gets shown in season one. And also again in this season. Apparently Luther, when he was on the moon, uh, that's what he was guarding and he never knew because Reginald is a prick and doesn't actually tell his children anything. But she was she was in like frozen stasis on the moon. So, the particles are matured enough now, you know, 30 years, 60 plus for uh, five, obviously. But they are, was powering this machine to reset the world. Well, 
Allison looks on and sees that it's actually killing everybody. And it's like, no, we can't do this. But Reginald's like, well, we have to. It's just what we got to do. She stops him by killing him, slices off his head, but ends up... I mean, she saves the Umbrellas and Sparrows. Well, what the two Sparrows that are left. Sloan and Ben. Um, but, like, they're they're alive. They're gauntly, but they're alive. But she still presses the button to reset the world. And when the next scene we see is Allison getting out of a taxi. And she is at her old house where her ex-husband, or maybe it was her house. I can't remember exactly what. But basically she goes to see her daughter, Claire, who is there now, thankfully. And so is her husband, Ray, from the 60s. So the deal that she made was for, I think, for that. For to her to have, for her, to have her daughter and her husband because depression is, is hell. I've been there not as bad as this. Uh, I know some family members that have been through it. So I understand depression. It, it sucks. It drives you to do some things you wouldn't normally do. Uh, and so we see the rest of the umbrellas um, come out of, of this elevator into this uh, garden or this, this oh, what's the term called? Courtyard. There we go. Into a courtyard. And there is a statue of Reginald Hargrave's head saying he dedicates this courtyard to Hotel Obsidian. And so we have got, got Victor, Ben from the Pharaohs, uh, Klaus, Five, Diego, and Lila. They come walking out. And then just behind them is Luther. Now, I had said Luther was killed by Reginald, you know, before. But, you know, he he's comes out and he is not an ape anymore. He's his his ape body is gone. The other key thing is Sloane's not there. So he like grabs five. He's like, What's what the heck's going on? Where's my wife? Five is goes to jump. Well, he can't jump. And then the rest of them proceed to try to use their powers. Gone. They none of them have powers. No more. So Luther goes off to try to find Sloane. Lila and Diego go off to live their life. Ben is like, well, screw you guys. He leaves. I think him and Klaus go off together. And Five wanders off, and then Vanya wanders off. Or, sorry, Victor wanders off. And as the camera pans out, it goes flying over the city. And we see, like, Hargraves Enterprises, uh, Hargraves, whatever. And then uh, HC or something like that building. And it goes up to the top of the floor, and there is Reginald with his wife, Angela. She's alive. They're looking on the city as, like, I'm not going to say tyrants, but basically they're the people of power of this world. And we have a mid credit scene with Ben, a different Ben, in the same subway station on the same train that his mom and dad, allegedly, were on when they were kids. And... I question it um, because this is distinctively not the same Ben that came from the Sparrows. One, because there's Sparrow Ben has a scar on his face. This Ben does not. Um, it was mentioned at the very beginning talking about doppelgangers. Uh, Five had said that, you know, because we because Reginald didn't get us as kids. Incidentally, our 
doppelgangers would be wandering around so we cannot run into them. Well, they didn't do that in this season because they were technically dead, but I think this coming season, season four, will be we'll see the doppelgangers because if that is correct, the moms didn't die. They may have had the kids not on the same day, so they probably won't have powers, but they're technically going to be there. So I'm interested to see what happens. I'm hoping we get a season four. If I mean, if I have I hear any news about it, I'll talk about it on the show. But that is basically that. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at um underscore actually underscore. You can find the show a walk in the multiverse on Twitter at walk the verse. And you can also find my other show comic book rundown on Twitter at comic rundown and on Instagram at comic book rundown. So that being said, thank you guys for listening and we will see you next time.